Hey everyone, welcome to uh, the Music Podcast with Dave and Neil. Uh, it's the final episode of 2017. Um, it's the a very goodbye episode The goodbye episode forever. Uh, for a couple of weeks, I guess. I'll be back in 2018, yeah, I assume. Just settle down. Um, quite Unless I win that, uh, that uh, Christmas jackpot, and I'm out of here. What the hell's a Christmas jackpot? It's the, the lottery does like a Christmas jackpot, or like a New Year's jackpot. Oh, it's that? like 30 mil. Oh, I'd like to win that. would set you up... For a while. For a little while. I mean, depends how I spent it, let's be honest. <laughs> Don't really understand investment. We'll probably just buy a bunch of Bitcoin, because I've it's heard boring, that's yeah. all the rage right now. <laughs> and then uh, next minute, uh, my Bitcoin's worth a tenth of what it was, and Dave's back in the podcast. Well, thank you to uh, Vienna people for housing us yet again. Um, mm. And it's just a weird... Usually we have a guest, and so we have to be like, oh, welcome this guy. No, yeah, just no. you and I. I, like, I honestly feel like... It's sometimes more fun without a guest. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes, no, yeah, because like depends, it depends how I call. And this is no disrespect yeah. to anyone. You've all been great. We love you all. Yeah, um, but depends how chatty they are. Well, sometimes like you have a guest and you're like, and they'll like want to talk because the original pitch behind this this podcast for us was that Dave and Neil get in a room and we're going to talk about pop culture, music, stuff that's going on in the world, friendship, etc. Friendship, etc. And the idea would be like a guest would come in. And, like, we would chat about a bit about whatever they're, like, you know, kind of up to. But then, inevitably, we'd also talk about pop culture and, mm. you know, all the fun stuff that the show was about. But every now and then, you know, you sort of naturally sort of find yourself when you're interviewing a guest, you spend the full 30 minutes yeah. talking about their shit, yeah. which is fine. You yeah. know, you learn stuff about that person. You know, it's a deeper meaningful. Mm. That's great. That's a good time. But, but what about us? But sometimes Dave and Neil want to go back to our roots. twice since this podcast started. <laughs> now, where do you live now? <laughs> Tex Perkins didn't ask me about that last week. <laughs> no, he didn't. But that's like, that's, exactly, that's like a perfect example. Like last week, like, fuck, when you have like five crazy big rock yeah. musicians of Australia in the room. And I remember like the very first question I asked was like, so you guys doing like the Easy Fever tour? Like, correct me if I'm wrong, this is the first time you guys have gotten in the studio. This is today, right? And Texas goes, yes. Feel that silence? <laughs> <laughs> like, and I was like... See, that's why maybe, hey? <laughs> maybe you should have engaged them on a different level and just sort of started with, so guys, um, what do we think about... No, I, know. I pitched, that to, um, <laughs> I pitched that to our one of our engineers, Owen, because this was the day that uh, Last Jedi was coming out. And yeah. I was like, let me run a joke past you. Like, if, if I was to start the interview going, hey, guys, obviously you've got this big Aussie rock super group together. Um, you know, this is very exciting. Obviously, the very first question I want to ask is, have you guys bought tickets to The Last Jedi yet? And Owen just have goes... Yeah, I probably wouldn't ask that. Yeah, look, I mean, Owen, love you, mate, but uh, but happy you leave the comedy to uh, to these boys, okay? I've been saying that. Remember, all like, right. this just feels like I promise we didn't plan this, but now we're just like going down memory lane of all the guests we've had. <laughs> yeah. But do you remember when you pitched that with Newfound Glory, and you're like, I'm going to uh, say something about North yeah. Korea? I thought we get them was, in. It was like right when like Trump and North Korea were having like that first spat, and yeah. we had Newfound Glory in the yeah. studio, and I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like, I'm gonna like the first joke I'm gonna ask them when I start is like what do they think of the North Korea situation? <laughs> and, like, they immediately sort of went, like, Yeah, serious. we're not really a political and band. And we're like, oh, God, like, we're going to have to Which start. Which was weird because the rest of the podcast was spent, like, laughing and them talking about, like, shitting in Weezer's bathroom. Like, <laughs> yeah. But for some reason, bring up North Korea. Uh-uh. Yeah. They, uh, they didn't not quite, in this studio, my didn't friend. Didn't quite get that it was a, a humorous joke. Yeah. Well, because I guess it wasn't that humorous for them. Yeah, so. well, sorry, guys. But thank you for, again, thank you. You're great. Um, yeah. But I was saying before, this is like episode 39. Um, mm. Because I think what well, we started in like March. So like, it's not really the one year anniversary. I'm sure we'll do something for it. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're probably going to forget that it's the one year <laughs> yeah. anniversary. I suspect no, we'll I, get to like... I have to upload these myself. So I'll be like, 
year ago. I'll I'll know. Yeah. Okay. But um, I guess we'll give warning. But I feel like it'll be like May, and like we'll be like, hey, didn't didn't we like it's like three episodes <laughs> yeah. was like ago was our um. One but year. it's been fun. It's been fun anyway. Yeah. Um, so if you're all avid listeners of the music podcast slash readers of the music.com.au. Thanks for sticking around. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, number one. But, it's been um, a big year for us. We've gone on quite a few adventures. Big year for the music as well. Going, yeah. going, going from a weekly mag to... Monthly. Number three in the Nielsen ratings. Get around us, people. Yeah. Blowing up. Now we're just bloating. Gloating? Bloating? Yeah. We're bloating as well. Oh, you're bloating up. We will from the Christmas Ham. Can tell you that much. Um, but the, um, I don't know if you've seen before, we've, we do this writer's poll every year um, where we essentially just get people to, to tell us their the best top 10 albums of 2017, best songs, best TV shows, best movies, their highlights of 2017, their predictions for, I guess in this case, 2018. Yeah. Um, so I thought you and I would just talk about this, Dave, and just... Just, sort of um, just kind of segue through that, that yeah. was, was pop culture. Well, it was like sort of you sort of threw this at me fifteen minutes, minutes ago. We yeah, came yeah, yeah. on, so like I like scrambled together and been like, "Fuck!" Like, what were my like favorite stuff of the year? But just sort of thinking about it, like it's been a really, really good year, entertainment wise. Mm. Like, whilst the rest of the world's been going to literal shit mm. around us, um, and it's just been like a really depressing year. Every single time you turn on the news, there's been a lot of great escapism in the form of really good music, really good films, mm. um, really good TV. Yeah, because I had to, um, spoiler alert, don't know if you know this, I'm an employee of the music. I had to submit my form like weeks ago. Yeah, sure. And like it's already changed since. And that yeah. was, I think, I would say like, what, November that I did that? Some like solid sort of late additions. Yeah. To... Um, so I'm going to start with um, album. What's your album of the year? Oh, that I, I kind of struggle with that a little bit. Um, I think I love that you're reading notes. This is so unlike you. Well, I, kinda, I know because I, I this goes of, against I, everything we believe. Because well, like, normally when I do lists like this, like I put like a lot of yeah. thought into it, and I like like I takes me forever to do the hottest 100 voting because I get really sort of anxious about what my top 10 are. Yeah. Um. So like I don't know. Probably probably damn. Probably Kendrick Lamar's yeah. damn. But yeah. um, I also really loved um melodrama. Yep. Lord's new album. I thought it was sick. Um, and, um, the new national album grew on me quite a lot. Yep. So there's probably more, I feel like there's like a bunch of smaller albums that I was trying to figure out if it was this year or last year. Yeah. I think I initially had damn, sorry, Kendrick Lamar's album at number one. Yeah. Um, but you know, Eminem released Revival on Which I Friday. haven't listened to yet. Yeah. Love it. So yeah. have you, like, have you seen reviews? Like people either love it like I do or say, this is the biggest piece of shit. Sure. He's a sellout now. He's terrible. I just feel like I've never been a huge Eminem guy. So oh, you haven't? Like, unless he's kind of recreated himself. Um, there's I'm like he's, he's definitely he's a bit it. more political on this album, which sure. I think you'll appreciate. You big political guy. Sure. Um, well, there was that he did that um that freestyle. Yeah. That everyone. How did you feel about lost that? Lost their shit about. Uh, I I, <laughs> I yeah I, I don't know I, I maybe I'm not. If a... you were Eminem's mate and he's like, hey man, I'm gonna put this on YouTube tomorrow. What do you think? What would you have said? I would have been like, people are going to lose their shit over it. People would have been like, oh, and maybe like, it needs more editing. I'm like, but it's what, you know, I don't think freestyle's my jam, you know? <laughs> yeah. There, there's a lot of it I didn't love. Yeah. There's like, it's like, I think the, like, I'm going to get political. I think the optics of, I mean, like, he's always going to be a white rapper. Yeah. Like, that's always going to be his thing. He's always going to be a white rapper. He's going to be a white rapper who had a lot of success doing rap um, at a time where... I mean, like you know, where where well, black really, rappers were like he was very he was m m very mainstream as a white rapper when a lot of black rappers were kind of 
being pushed to. Oh, it'll also to help that he, you know, he you was know. founded by Dre, who is obviously one of the biggest rappers and producers. Yeah, ever. yeah, so. yeah. So I, know, I think I think you know I'm always a little bit suspicious about the the racial politics of his success, but yeah. and like and then you know to have, I don't know, like I don't know. There was like you know having the image of him kind of rapping surrounded by all these kind of like silent black dudes. It was yeah. just I don't know like the optics of that. I just felt a bit weird about, but yeah. um, but I don't. Know, I haven't really unpacked that yet. So maybe I just need to <laughs> shut my fucking mouth hole. Uh, <laughs> no, because so like, there's like admittedly there's like two or three songs you have where I'm like next. This is boring, but like the rest is fucking incredible. So like that for me goes to number one but like I also had like an album that there's no chance you would even think like I had um, Say 10 by Marilyn Manson in there sure um, I put Gang of Yous, uh Go Father and Lightness in there that, that was the one that won the Aria for Best Album yep. have you listened like are you a big Gangs fan? I am um, after we did the Arias and everyone was sort of losing their shit over I had to listen to it but that happens a lot like that's like that's no one's fault like that happens with the Oscars and stuff like a movie wins and you're like oh okay, I guess I'll check that uh, out yeah, and then, yeah, like, yeah yeah I thought it was cool it wasn't really my, my jam yeah. but um but yeah I understand why, why yeah. people have kind of been so crazy about that album this yeah. year did yeah. you have best song best song um probably humble you know yeah. probably like probably the main singles off those two albums I mentioned like yeah. humble and and green light I think were were some pretty good bangers mm. but even just sitting here now, I'm like, there's probably so many more songs that I just aren't. See, songs about. too hard. We were like, you're doing like Desert Island, one movie, one book, oh, one yeah. movie. Like, that's rough. I no, but that, that's that. rough. But then, let alone say, like, if you pick an album, like, let's say, like, pick one movie, one scene from that movie. Like, yeah. come on. That's, yeah. just, that's just nasty. Yeah, that's um, tough. I don't what was know, your I don't, number one? Song? I don't know. Yeah. What, was, um, was your favorite Chance the Rapper song, was that this year or last year? That was last year. No, no, I think Damn. that was actually like two years ago. Oh happened. really? No, yeah. that was on. Oh no, it was coloring book, and that was I'm last year. I'm pretty sure that no, was. Like, it would have been last year. You reckon? Yeah. No man. Gotta go on. I'll let him say that. I'm a good you know what? Right now, Just actually, I, I, I can't. I can't even say waves to rep our mate Dean Lewis because yeah, I'm pretty sure. sure that came out September 2016 as well. So yeah. I can't even say that. It's tough. Let's say humble. Humble was great. Yeah, that was a good song. I mean, the music video was just like. Mm. I think that was kind of what made it for me. Yeah. Yeah. 2016. You're right. Yeah. That's annoying. What about um, best gig of 2017? Oh, yeah, that's Didn't tough. tell you this one before the show. No, you didn't. You didn't <laughs> ah, nightmare. What was yours then? Give me a stall. Look, purely based on like the the fact of who he is um, and like I've, I've never seen him before. I think I have to say Elton John. Like he yeah. played this essentially a, a corporate gig at the Horton Pavilion for something. And it was only like a 40 minute set, but like I was like directly, there was no, for some reason there was no security. So it was just like a bunch of people at the Horton, at the front, I was at the front of the stage. You know, he's five meters away from me, and because obviously it's a forty-five minutes that he he played all of like his the biggest songs: your Rocket Man, your Tiny Dancer, your um, song for you. Like this, yeah, that was incredible. But then, like you know, then like you know, back from me from my emo days, like I saw Dashboard this year. That was amazing. Yeah. Um, Yellow Card. Um, yeah, I think you've probably seen like ten times as many gigs this year as I have. Get them, you saw get them actually, free from tips. memory. The only one you saw was LCD. No, I saw LCD. I yeah. saw um, I saw um, uh, Nick Cave earlier in the year, which was rad. Yeah. Um, obviously, saw a bunch of gigs at um, at Big Sound. Saw Sampa this year, which was Sampa the Great. Yeah. Was awesome. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I have a favorite. I think that's my thing for next year is to see more more live mm. music. Yeah. Because I was a bit lazy this year. Was there any disappointments as far as live gigs and or albums slash songs go? Um, I'm not sure about disappointments. I mean, I, I uh, for 
I remember <laughs> when LCD sound system had a toilet break mid yeah, you told mid us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that kind of dipped the the energy of the gig for me. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, it was a really really rad time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I think everyone's been been really. Yeah, I can't I can't recall like any particular thing that I've listened to or like been really dying to see or hear. And then when it happened, I was like, "This is shit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I guess is a good thing. Fuck. Yeah. Um, but same thing with um, best movies of the year because I think initially my my movie of the year was um, shit. I think it was the Big Sick. Yeah, sure. And no, sorry, it was Baby Driver then Big Sick. Since then, I think Disaster Artist, so many good, and even Star out. Wars have maybe leapfrogged them both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like, so <sighs> maybe not Baby Driver. I think Baby Driver is solid number two. Sure. But I think Disaster Artist, purely because, like, again, I've, I've been tracking this movie for a while. Um, I'm one of those creepy cult The Room fans, um, yep. and that kind of just ticked all the boxes for me. Like, fucking incredible. If you haven't seen it, go see it yeah, right now. That was right. Like, yeah. I, I think, like, for me, I can only really give a top 10, and these are in, like, no particular order. Mm. But I think, like, Blade Runner was yep. phenomenal. Um, I also love Baby Driver. The Last Jedi was great. Um, the Disaster Artist was great. Get out. Um, I think we're technically counting. So was that when? Like, that must, was that must that's been like January, right? Yeah, it was like at the very yeah, beginning shit. of the year. Okay, yeah, that's, very that's my beginning top of the year. Yeah, sure. And that was, I think, I'm not sure if it counts as a 2017 release anywhere but here. I right. Because it, it was sort of like a very late last year release yeah. in America. Um, but 2017 here, we yeah. count it. Um, <laughs> Thor was great. Killing of a Sacred Deer was See, like I thought, phenomenal. Like, just pause every second because again, um, yeah. when we did the again, such a fucking name dropper. But when we interviewed Taka Waititi, you know, I was like, yeah, dude, it's really funny scene. And you're like, cool. Yeah. And then I remember like the week after you saw it, I was like, you're like, yeah, it was good. And I was like, I expected you to love it just because no, I had a great it being. So you did like it? Yeah, I mean, it's in my bloody top ten, mate. Maybe so, you, maybe uh, you just did a bad mood that day, but I was under the impression that, like you. I know you liked I it, like but normally, I think I just don't think you liked it as much as everyone else liked. I think it. normally when I'm around you, my mood just kind of dips a little bit. You know, it's just oh, like, hey man, it's like I'm like, oh, I'm the best day, yeah. and then I see Neil, and it's like, well, yeah, I guess this is where my life is now. What do you think? I thought it was fine, Neil. It was, it was fine. fine. <laughs> shut up! Don't talk to me when the mics aren't so rolling, th- please. Thor would make you top ten. Yeah, definitely top ten. Yeah. Um, do you see Brigsby Bear? No. Brigsby Hamill's Bear. Right. Mark yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so Brigsby Bear was a film that I saw at the Sydney Film Festival this year by the Lonely Island guys. Um, right. And it was like excellent. Like yeah. really, really, really like hilarious. Like um, really, really unique, fun idea. I think, I think definitely if you had a chance to check it out. I don't even think it's released here yet. I think mm. they're still trying to get distribution or maybe they haven't got it here, but that was awesome. Um, really, really, really funny. And um, Dunkirk, I thought was cool. Um, and The Big Sick, I loved as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not sure if I have a favorite out of those. I mean, I think at the moment it'd probably be between Get Out and maybe The Last Jedi yeah. um, or Blade yeah, Runner. Is, is Get Out up for a couple of Golden Globes? I think it might be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't Because that, that was the big talking point was that The Big Sick got um, shafted, didn't it? Sure. Like it didn't get any. Yeah, I mean, it's it's was super indie. Like, it probably doesn't get in the front I, of enough I thought eyes. It'd get at least a best comedy. No? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, mm. weird, weird that it didn't. Mm. Did Get Out, um, was that nominated for best comedy or best drama? It have to be comedy. It could be drama. No chance. I mean, it's horror. It wouldn't surprise me. Mm. I mean, the fucking Martian won best comedy last year. Yeah, it's weird how they do that. And the year before that, it was the, I think it was what, the Anne Hathaway movie? Like, Rachel Gets Married or something? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. I don't know if that one. It was nominated. I don't know. Irrelevant. What about TV shows? TV shows. Good year for TV. Mm. Pretty good year for TV. Um, pr- 
probably my favourites were Masters of None. And yep. um, although I've just been watching the second season of The Crown, um, yep. which is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I like sort of was okay with the first season, um, but I sort of felt like it was a bit... Like, each episode was kind of like the queen being like, well, I would like to do this. Yeah. And the servants would be like, no, ma'am, you can't do that. And she'd be like, well, I'm going to do it anyway. And then the servants would be like, but ma'am, think of the crown. Then she would be like, okay, then I won't do that for the crown. <laughs> and, like, that would kind of be, like, the arc of every single episode. <laughs> um, but then the second season's been really good. They've yeah. kind of been mixing it up a little bit. And there's yeah. some really, really cool episodes. So I've been into that. Yeah. Um, but I think, like, the big one of this year has been The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, right. Was just... So good. You and Arj Barker spoke about that for a while, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I hadn't seen it yet. So it's rad, like, man. Yeah. It's really good. It's just like, just t- like really good TV at its best. Yeah. Think. Super into it. Yeah. So that'd be my, what we all Did you, um, I forget, if I, I think I've asked you, like, I tell you, ask this like once a month. Have you seen Ozark yet? No, I Bateman. haven't. Yeah, watch Ozark. But you were, you were big into Ozark. Yeah, I was, I was really into Ozark. Um, yeah. Obviously, the second season of Love was really good, um, but that was like... That's the problem with Netflix is like when they release something and obviously they release the whole season, which is great. Yeah. But then you watch it and they're like, we'll see you next year or next March. Yeah. Like Love Season 2 came out like this February. Yeah. So it's like, I've got to wait 13 months now after yeah. just binge watching that entire season. At least like traditional TV kind of like stretches it out. Yeah. Like, you know, the thing about Game of Thrones at least is that like, you know, even though they... Currently, the next season's not coming out to 2019. Mm. When they do do it, it's like an episode a week. So at least yeah. it lasts eight weeks of because, excitement. Because like, perfect segue, that's your biggest disappointment of 2017, isn't it? I think like, yeah, yeah, it really was. I mean, like, I think, you know, the most recent season of Game of Thrones, people that are into it, um, was really, really cool for a lot of reasons. Yeah. Like they had some of the biggest, most exciting set pieces, uh, you know, it moved along quicker than any other season, really felt like we're building towards something. But the writing was some of the worst writing. But that is, that, is that beca- still really good? Is it because Game of Thrones is so good? Yeah, that yeah. This season is compared is average. There's just like for me, like there is a standard of 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 where Game of Thrones has been at. Yeah. For season after season after season, and for me, this season was kind of it felt the the most undercooked. It felt like they'd spent the least amount of time in the writers' room, and then the most amount of time in kind of in kind of pre-production and, and production. Is that why they've said like the last season won't be out for another 18 months or something? Like, I think, I is think it because they've made a conscious effort to say, fuck this, we need to go right and be better. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure about that. I, I know that the next season is going to be almost movie length episodes. So there's going to be seven movie length episodes of like 90 minutes each. Yeah. Um, and because it's all sort of a winter now, yeah. the, the window with which they can shoot is much, much smaller Mm. because obviously like at least with this last season, half of it was at King's Landing, which winter hadn't come to King's Landing yet. So you could have half the shot stuff shot during winter and half the stuff shot kind of during autumn. Yeah. Now they're pretty much like everything's in the snow. So Mm. all of the stuff kind of needs to be shot. Is there a concern that they'll just sell out? Like, cause there's a big talking point with Ed Sheeran there, right? Like, yeah, just really unnecessary for him to be there. It was kill away like admittedly that episode did really good ratings and no wonder why because hey Sheeran's in it like what's Sheeran gonna do in this episode like yeah. was that all it was I mean for me for me my biggest problem with the season if you kind of whittle down to one idea was that they kind of they seem to me to forget what the show was about mm. which is that like you know there are no heroes and and like everything like mistakes have consequences yeah Her- heroism has consequences like if you do a dumb thing or if you make a mistake or if you 
you know, if you go big and, and fail, you die. Mm. That's like, that's kind of the point of the series is that like, um, you play, if you play the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Like that's the whole point of the series. Yeah. And overall, like what's kind of been so great about the show is that like you would have characters who you thought had plot armor that would die because they fucked up. Mm. And the show always kept you guessing that way. And, and it meant that the show, unlike a lot of TV and fantasy, had kind of had stakes and consequence. And they kind of threw that out the window this season, yeah. you know, uh, or over and over and over again, core characters who, because we're getting towards the end of the show, you're beginning to go, okay, cool. Like they, I get to live, like they get, they are going to be very important in the last season, sure. but you know, they keep fucking up and they keep getting a free pass for it. Like the amount of times that Jon Snow got away with doing some really dumb shit mm. that you'd be like, You'd be like, any other character in any other season of this show would have died for this. And they get a free pass. Yeah. And it, to me, it just kind of felt like they were making a different show. Yeah. They were making a, a lesser, more, less courageous show than they'd been making before. And that was kind of disappointing. It sort of felt like it'd taken... Did they have an air date for the last season? 2019 sometime. Is that it? That's Just what we sometime in 2019? I think Fuck. so, yeah. Okay. Probably what about April. Highlight of 2017. This can be personal, professional, oh, friendship. Um, ooh, I think I think winning the plebiscite was a oh, pretty was a pretty good one. Yeah, I think that you know, I was really worried that it was going to be another Trump moment, another Brexit moment. Yeah, uh, and I think you know, I think we all kind of needed that reminder that that people are still good mm. and that collectively as a country we can do the right thing. Mm. Uh, so I think that was. That was probably my highlight of 2017. Yeah. What about you? I don't know, man. It's like it's it's been like a crazy year, but I was, I was like this podcast itself has been pretty crazy, like, you know. Yeah. Like I feel like it was wasn't that long ago that like I remember I called you like to a cafe. I was like, "Hey, I've got this idea for you." Yeah. And like it's it's again, we what what launched in March. Like mm. that's been pretty fucking cool, like getting to go and doing the stuff we've done, interview the people we have. Yeah. That's been fun. I mean, like just for the podcast, I think for like meeting like Taika Waititi was, yeah, was like, really, really rad and going up to Big Sound was mm. amazing. Such a, an awesome experience mm. and, you know, like seeing some of those musicians, like I think probably the biggest breakout artist for the year for me has probably been like someone like Stella Donnelly and mm. getting to see her up there sort of, she's you know, like, being she's, introduced she's, to her that She's way blowing up really very cool. fucking fast. Yeah. Like crazy fast. Yeah. So like, Amy Shark fast. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was really cool. I think we've met a lot of really awesome people yeah. and, and got to go and do some fun stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, low light of 2017. Oof, just like the constant drudgery that was <laughs> Donald fucking Trump. Yeah. Just existing in the universe. Do you think in 10 years time we can look back and be like, it was pretty funny, I guess. I think if we're all alive, sure. <laughs> <laughs> if we're, you know, Nick will probably look back at it and be it like, it is pretty fucking crazy fast. though, right? Like when you think about it, like this guy, like he's just a really rich guy who owned a beauty pageant. It is like every... I don't know how the fuck it happened. It's just, it's like, you, you know, there's no comedy routine that hasn't been done before on this, but fuck me. Every single day, there just feels like there is a new thing that's going to not just fuck up the US, but fuck up the world. Mm. Like pulling out of the Paris Climate Accords. Like um, fucking just the other day, uh, getting rid of net neutrality, which uh, I don't know if you're across this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, um, but this is like basically saying to American um, ISPs, internet providers, that you can start selling um, bandwidth to different companies. Mm. 
um, basically taking away from the idea of the free and open internet. And if it happens in America, it's, it's going to affect the rest of, of the course, world. Yeah. You know, um, just like thing after thing, after, all this shit with North Korea, just every single day, they're just like a punch right in the face. Does that mean you can, your prediction for 2018 will be that Trump's getting impeached? My prediction of 2018 is just more of that, more of like, it's going to be more of the same shit. Yeah. It's going to be just more of the same. I don't, I don't, I don't think Trump's going to get impeached. You reckon? No. Damn. I don't know, man. Like, I just, like, it just, everything seems permissible now. Yeah. Like, like, I, I, like I, this is going to sound, like, this sounds really dark, but, like, I think we are, like, currently witnessing, like, the downfall of, of the United States. Like, I just, like, you know, like, they're now in a place where their politics is so partisan that the Republican Party is literally advocating for a pedophile to, you know, was advocating for a pedophile to be mm. a member of the Senate so they could pass a tax bill that's going to give massive tax cuts to the biggest corporations and the richest people in the country. Mm. It's just like the lies no longer matter. Yeah. Rules no longer matter. Like half the country is chill about the possibility that their president is working with and in the favor of a foreign power mm. and an enemy foreign power. Like it's just where the it's rules like don't a, matter It's like anymore. a bad action movie. It's like all of these things are the things that happen like before you slip into like a fascist state. Like mm. it's, yeah, I don't know, man. I've, I haven't got a, I, I love America. I've got a lot of hope for them right now. I hope they sort it out. Do you have any like positive predictions no. of 2018? We're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 2018's gonna suck. Straddle in people. I don't know. Like what? What's coming up? 2017? Uh, 2018. 2018. Uh... Oh, it's good. Sorry, was that too depressing for the show? No, that's fine. <laughs> so, that's everyone's, probably, everyone's probably sitting at home being like, Dave's a doom stealer <laughs> and just shut the fuck up. Um, no, I don't know. Like, do you have shit going on in 2018 that you hope to accomplish? I don't know. Um, let's see what happens. Yeah? Just got to roll the dice. Yeah? More of the same. Yeah, are there big movies, albums coming out next year? I think that probably the thing people are most excited about that I'm you know, a little bit don't really care about is the Avengers. Everyone's sort of excited about the new mega Avengers film yeah. with every Marvel character that's ever been on TV. Yeah. Which could be great and also could be a massive clusterfuck. Could be a huge clusterfuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're going to reboot Justice League. I know you're excited about that. Oh, they're rebooting it. Well, they're just going to change the direction. Okay. Um, because, could not care less about Because you know, what's franchise. his name? Um, Josh Whedon was obviously like kind of oversaw the last part of it. I think they're going to try and boot Snyder and get him in. Sure. Yeah. Which is a good move. I mean, if you're really going to try and beat this horse, you get Whedon in. Yeah, sure. Um, but good I just think luck. that maybe they just need to let... I know they never will, but they kind of just need to let that franchise But you like Justice die. League enough, didn't you? I thought Justice League was one of the better f- films that they've done so far. But if you put Justice League and Wonder Woman as their best films, they're still worse than than Marvel's worst films. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, like fucking Thor 2 was better than Justice League. Yeah. And that movie wasn't great at all. Mm. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I think that franchise, I'd, I'd be happy for them just to quietly let it die and maybe just give it, f- you know, five, six years and then they can... Come back and we'll talk. Yeah, do it again. Just do exactly what angle. they do with every superhero. Yeah. Every five or six years, you do a Batman, you do a Superman, you do a Spider-Man. Just like, just focus. Like, I mean, Warner Brothers has some pretty good franchises. Maybe like 
expand the Harry Potter universe. I mean, I'm not sure if Fantastic Beasts. Well, they was... are kind of. Yeah, they're kind of doing that, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, they've probably got a heap of stuff in yeah. the in the back catalog that they could bring out. Mm. If they really want to, oh, maybe do something new. Yeah. That was like I mean, Warner Brothers. What was I think what Warner Brothers used to be, which was really really cool. They used to be an auteur like um, studio. Yeah, you know, they used to be like they were the place that let um, you know let Chris Nolan do his thing for Batman. Like they're the they're the place that that. Um, it's that like they like had like an impulse at. reaction when they were like, "Shit, we have a lot of superheroes. Why aren't we doing what what DC are doing right now? Yeah, we should just do that." But they didn't. They weren't they smart didn't about think, it. They didn't yeah, plan the, it. this feels like like this whole DC thing has been like a long time coming. Whereas Marvel just said, "Sorry, other way around." Marvel did it's like a ten year plan, and DC just said, "Let's do it right now, right yeah. now. We can do it right now." So it's yeah. ridiculous. What about guests? What guests do you hope to have on the show, Dave? Oh, next year. Mm. Who's coming? I think we've got... Um, Anderson. I, you, I think your actual quote was, I will do anything that you need me to do to interview Anderson Park. Well, I, I want to go to his gig. Yeah. Um, he's got a sold out gig at the Metro here in Sydney, which for me just sounds like the coolest fucking gig because it's like... It's a sideshow though, isn't he? Isn't he like doing Laneway or one of those festivals? That's what I mean. Like, but like, yeah. if you guys, if you're not listening from Sydney, like the Metro is like a really, really intimate small venue yeah. um and to see an artist of that size in a they venue they might upgrade maybe well i mean i kind of hope not i kind of hope more that i can just get in mm. <laughs> to that venue yeah. and see that show because like yeah. to see i think like to see a, a gig like that i think would be really rad so i'd love to have him, him on the show that'd yeah. be really really cool um the this, national this touring. part of the podcast by the way is just a shout out to all the publicists uh write these down please yeah please write these down get back to us can we have the national yeah. on i've got already got tickets to see them in the forecourt yeah that'll, that'll be exciting that's fun um, would they be a good interview though and I'm not I know you love the national I'm not trying to have it I'm kind of having a shot at you here but like I their music know. is very down I'm like can you imagine do you think that would be like great chats uh, I, I mean I guess it depends I mean like you know someone like Dean Lewis who writes slow love ballads one of the most funniest yeah. talkative guys we've had on this podcast you never, you <laughs> never know like the amount of times do, like yeah. we've like especially like comedians i think we've i've found mm. is that like you know you kind of have this thing of you expect them to be like oh great we've got this comedian on the show like it's gonna be just like laugh a fucking minute and you get in they're like yeah i just uh i feel like um the world is death and you will you sit there quietly with a smile waiting for the punch yeah, well, like here we go all right it's building uh, to something isn't how it? how long we got this podcast left boys yeah, yeah. um okay well Thanks. So Thanks very much. That was piano, by the way. Yeah, it was My piano. Slipped. Yeah. Um, but you know what's fucking cool? Um, what? Lennon Woodley are coming back. Oh, I want to do yeah. Lennon Woodley. Because do you remember like sweet nostalgia moment? Our very first interview ever was Frank Woodley. Yeah. And I'm sure we were terrible. But like once we hung up the phone, and it was a phoner, by the way. That's how pathetic yeah. it was. We like lost our minds. We were so excited. Yeah. yeah. And they're getting back together. So I would like to interview That'd Lennon Woodley. That'd be cool to have that. That man. would be fun. I'd love for us to be doing more... Um, more like fun event stuff. This feels like a production meeting now, right? I know, I know. Well, this is like, I guess this is like, if you're, you know, if you give a shit, this is what we're going to try and do next year. Yeah. It's like more fun stuff. Like we, um, like bit of an inside hot goss for y'all is that we almost ended up doing um, quite a bit of stuff at the Arias yeah. that kind of didn't end up happening for, for one reason or the other. But part of that was, you know, we wanted to, there was a bunch of sort of, uh, sort of actor comedians that we've mm. been wanting to work with for some time. Um, and we kind of want to be doing sort of more, sort of like fun, like a, event stuff and more comedy I stuff. I just want so. you as my friend and as a director by trade to direct me. That's yeah. all I want in life. <laughs> so Dave, please direct me. So I don't know, hopefully we'll get to do more stuff like that. Yeah. Where we'll get to like actually go to fun places and, and do some more. Interactive stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's That'd do that. Cool. 
So, big plans for 2018, <laughs> I guess. They might not happen. Who knows? Just We're going to Japan next year. Are you really? That'll be fun. Just for a holiday? Yeah, I got the, got the, bought the tickets um, on the internet. Okay. Via Jetstar was having a sale. You're and, sick. Uh, Look, you've gone to Japan before, haven't you? This will be my third time going to Japan. Yeah, right. But I've never been... So the first time I went, I was only there for a couple of days and like sort of just hung around Tokyo. And the second time I went, we were there in winter to go sort of skiing and snowboarding. So I only really saw Tokyo and, and the ski towns we were in. I've never sort of traveled around... When are you going? ...and seen all the, like, the major cities. Uh, April. Okay. Yeah. That's reasonable. It'll be fun. Your Anderson Park and National aren't here in April, are they? No, they're Feb. Oh, sweet. So we'll smash them out nice and early. Got one job. Get me tickets to the Anderson Park. Gig. But then knowing yeah. you're like, I'm sure like that week that you're away, like fucking Tarantino will be in town again. and Every single time. Yeah. <laughs> Every single time. It'll be, you know, like, like the second I, I like lock in a holiday will be the day that like I get a call from like, it's like Beyonce's people and they're like, we want you to make our next music video. <laughs> and, and, and I'll be like, what well, do you choose? Tokyo or Beyonce? Fucking Beyonce. Yeah, I guess that's fair. I'm sorry. Yeah, if Beyonce <laughs> calls you and goes, I want you to make our next music video. Yeah. I go, well, sorry. What, what if they say we want you to make her video for free because it's Beyonce and you should be so fucking thankful that we've called you? Absolutely. <laughs> Actually, no, that's a lie. Beyonce would not work for, for free for you. Please pay me your money. Well, guys, thank you so much for, for tuning in. We'll see you in the new year or hear you in the new year. Or whatever. Yeah. You'll hear us. Get off our backs. Yeah. It's been a big year, all right? Thanks for everything. Thanks for hanging around. Yeah. Thanks for um, your support and, mm. and love. And uh, yeah, happy, always happy for some feedback. What do you hate about the show? Send through your hate mail. I haven't got enough hate mail yet, Neil. And stop sending middle finger emojis, would you? <laughs> They're getting old. <laughs> Can tell you that much. Um, big thank you, of course, to uh, the studios who make this all possible. Studios 3-1 and, of course, Vienna people, which are in right now. Mike, thank you. You're our hero. We love you. Um, we'll see you all in the new year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Um, other holidays, well, say you know more things. You're more cultured than me. Let's just say bye-bye, and we'll okay, see okay. you in the new year. Great. Okay, bye. <laughs>